Hello, this is Zaya Brookside and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio and this, this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Back at it again in the Diamond Studio. A little late today, uh, but we're here, and we're gonna we're gonna give you all of our thoughts on Monday Night Raw from last night. Plus, a lot of a lot of news that just happened um, over the past couple days. You know, we've been off air for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm Corey Smith with my co-host Jose Osegada. How's everybody doing? How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. Um, it's another day in paradise. Yes, it is. Um, like I said, there's a ton of news that happened. I think between the past couple days. We We've been off air since last Thursday. There's this whole gap now, I feel like, since we've moved our shows around. We're still waiting to reshuffle. Yeah. Um, There's always been a a little bit of a weekend gap between our shows. Like, I feel like, you know, I've never really, like, how many times in history do you think, I think we're about to have the amount, the most amount of podcasts shuffle how they record podcasts at one time. Yeah. yeah, With SmackDown going to Fridays. Mm -hmm. You're literally about to see every wrestling podcast go from a Wednesday show that like traditionally has done, if they've done a SmackDown review, right. go from a Wednesday show and they're going to have to go to Saturday or yeah. Friday night well, post. Exactly. Night show, yeah. So, um, you know, I wonder, I just, I sometimes I think about that. I'm like, how many podcasts are actually going to do that all at one time? 100% of them. Um, but guys, no matter where we move our shows, whether it's on Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Blurm Day, um, check us out at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, we have the Apple Podcast Delivery Application, the Google Podcast Delivery Application, mm-hmm. and CastBox, and, you know, all the other ones. Uh, just, for some reason, not Spotify. Don't know why, That's right. but not Spotify. Hmm. Maybe that'll be our next T-shirt. Don't know why, but not Spotify. It actually has a good ring to it. It does, because we have a new merch store, uh, teespring.com. Is it Teespring? Yes, it is. Teespring? It's teespring.com slash stores slash CWR415. Don't worry about remembering it, because we're going to post the link down below. Uh, we got T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. Uh, what else we got? We got leggings, if you like leggings. Those are, those are uh, actually pretty nice. I feel like, you know what? I want to buy a bunch of them and like an extra large and get them for like, I want to start a stable for City Wrestling Radio with <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of local uh, indie, indie competitors. Yeah. Yes. And sponsor them. Be like, here are your new tights for the show. Um, thank you for representing. And just keep providing them new tights. But yeah. our logo just will be Let us know it. your team colors. And we'll do like a, I don't know, a too sweet salute. But I feel like that's cheesy. So we have to do, think of something else. Yeah. We'll do like a reverse. Uh, but anyways, guys. Uh, T-shirts, um, uh, mugs, all the accessories. Go buy it, teespring.com. Search CWR415 or just click the link down below. Yeah, those it's, new magnets are pretty nice, too. Magnets? Were they magnets? No, the, they're, they're die-cast stickers. Ah, okay. Um, I, I, that just means they're, they're like shaped to the contour of the logo. Ooh, fancy stickers. Um, what I was hoping, uh, what I'm hoping for, fingers crossed, is that they're clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you uh-huh. peel it off and it's just clear and it's, oh, that'll Ooh, be, that'll, that, be that'll be really cool. Fingers crossed. Maybe I have to buy one and see, because I don't even know yet. Guys, if you go buy one, let me know. Yeah, peeking hit, behind the curtain again. Hit me up at CWR415, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the best way to contact City Wrestling Radio. Or if you really need to contact us like some, with some serious, if you got like want to sponsor us, hit us up on our email. Yeah. <laughs> CityWrestlingRadio at gmail.com. Anyways, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Don't want to waste any more time. Let's kick it off with some news. We got um, 
few things I want to talk about. First things first, Elias. He huh. is out of the King of the Ring. So we are recording this the exact same time SmackDown Live is on. Five, so you six, might seven. know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might know this already. You might not. Maybe you have a whole tradition of watching Raw, listening to City Wrestling Radio, watching SmackDown, listening to Smack It. You know, that's a good tradition. Yeah. Uh, but guys, Elias is out of the King of the Ring semifinals of tonight's semifinals uh, in Madison Square Garden. WWE. So he's not participating at all. No. WWE.com announced this afternoon due to an injury. Elias will not compete in his scheduled King of the Ring semifinal match against Chad Gabal. Uh, stay tuned with WWE digital platforms and watch SmackDown Live tonight okay. on the USA Network. Okay, okay. If Kevin Owens replaces him, I get full credit on my bracket for Kevin Owens reaching the SmackDown Finals. Well, I don't think Kevin Owens is going to replace him. I don't think we're going to get a makeup match. I think we're literally going to have a bye. You, you go on to the finals. I mean, are they going to change the fine? Just okay. So if how was this going to end up? You know, if Baron Corbin's already there, how, who was going to face him? Kevin Owens, El- Elias. No, I'm saying like if yeah, it was they, Elias or yeah, Gable. It can't, it can't be Elias because they're well. You know what? It, it might be a, a interesting if you uh, really face wanna, turn for Elias. If you really want to like dig deep, you can sit there and be like, well, they were both you know McMahon allies Stoogies. exactly mm-hmm. and which i think is actually a good like kind of angle and that way it's kind of changes the dynamics of heel and face because mm-hmm. it's two heels facing against each other but you're going to root for one heel over the other and he would pick elias. elias of course yeah unless you're half the crowd last night at monday night raw uh, or me <laughs> um but it's um it's interesting to see what's going to happen i'm sure i can just go look at my phone right now and see what happened but i'm not going to because we're going to talk about all that tomorrow on smack it um, so Elias out, you think he's going to replace by Kevin Owens? You said, I hope so. I mean, it could happen. Um, you know, there is, uh, it, it's happened before, you know, uh, the best Kev- of the world tournament, Shane Kevin McMahon. Owens, um, Corbin main event is nice. That, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Baron Corbin's done very well for himself the past couple of weeks yes. with a lot of people. Like, he did a really good match with Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. He had that good three-way match with um, with the, with the Ricochet night, yeah. and Samoa Joe yeah, last night. Decent, yeah. And I don't think pairing him with Kevin Owens would be the best pairing for him to have a good match again. I think Chad Gable would give him... Like, by far, the best match for his buck. So it'd be the most consistent. Exactly. In the tournament, yeah. As of right now, do you see Baron Corbin walking out? If it is Chad Gable, do you see him walking 100%. out? 100%. He's going to be the king, the Baron King? Yeah, if you listen back I'm to a couple, Baron of, king. a couple of weeks ago, I actually switched all my marbles and put it on behind Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it, it's possible. I, I mean, I don't see... The only way I could see Gable winning is if they did some... Napoleon-esque, you know, leader, like... I don't know, think they're that little smart. Sh- smart? Yeah. I mean, I can honestly see Vince seeing him like, ah, look at him. Look how long that cape is. It would look ridiculous on him. And just... Because sometimes, and I've heard this, mm-hmm. Vince will get an idea in his head and find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. That way he, you know, and then he just makes it, he books it. And, and he so it's he... Good shit, yeah. exa- it's good shit. So... Um, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. We'll find out tonight on SmackDown Live. And let's continue with more injuries. Oh, jeez. And let's continue with the McMahon Stooge front, the Mean Street Posse 2019. Drew McIntyre is out. He's injured. He's on the DL. No wonder he wasn't on TV last night. Uh, Drew McIntyre recently underwent a minor surgery, but expected to return soon. Uh, 
Wrestling Observer uh, Radio, Dave Meltzer, has confirmed that McIntyre underwent a minor surgery that isn't considered to be serious. McIntyre's recovery time is expected to be short, but further further details about the surgery have not been revealed. Uh, PW Insider first reported the surgery and noted McIntyre isn't backstage at uh, last night, Monday Night Raw in Madison Square Garden. Their report stated that McIntyre could be cleared to return by next week's television. Uh, They noted that McIntyre is ready to return already, and it's WWE's call whether they want to or not. He had like a hernia or something. He had a infected pinky toe Mm -hmm. nail. Turf toe. You know, he had he had the surgery I had when I was twelve. When I had a big toenail, it was infected. Mm. They had to cut it out and then like give me some stuff to where it doesn't grow on the sides. Yeah, it's weird. That's ingrown, it's gross. Ingrown toenail. Yes, ingrown yeah. toenail. Mm-hmm. I got them all the time. I don't know why. Ugh. Maybe me and Drew McIntyre are ingrown toenail brothers. Yeah. Don't know, but hey, apparently it's super lightweight, and he'll be back next, or he should be back next week. I almost got one once, and the doctor told me to put a matchbook in it, cut it in a straight line. And then put a matchbook, a little piece of matchbook on the edge of the toenail that's going into the skin. Mm -hmm. And that'll keep it from growing in. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I've always always had that problem. Not good nails. Cheap doctors tell you to put matchbooks on (laughs) your toes. Uh, You know, I just just cover it in ash and dirt. There you go. Um, So, McIntyre out. Maybe back next week. We'll see what happens. Also in the news, um, it's been... um, you know, it's... I don't know where I should go right now. Should we talk about Anthem or should we talk about NXT uh, on the Raw Review? Yeah, let, let's talk about Anthem. Let's talk about Anthem buying, you know, an Impact Wrestling's parent company, Anthem Entertainment, or whatever they call themselves, um, has purchased Access TV. Um, this happened a couple days ago. Access TV, as you know, is the company that does show WOW Women of Wrestling and mm-hmm. a little company we all like to call New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. So at least their American televised version. Um, it's um, Impact Wrestling's parent company has finalized a deal that has expected to lead into a new television for the promotion. I don't know how this is going to work, though, with Women of Wrestling, with New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. all on the same channel. Now Impact's going to be there, too. <clears throat> like w- they can make they this separate. I, I mean, well, on well, different well, nights. You yeah. Mean? Then the, that no. means their that means their entire they're every night, they're three nights a week. There's wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Or two so nights a week. the parent company of Impact, Impact. yes, oh, the so company not, that owns Impact, but not the station that Impact is on right now. No, Im- Impact. Okay, like, that makes what, it more complicated. Yeah, Impact's on some random channel. Yeah, it's like the uh, Vacation Channel or something. Destination America or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that though. Vacation Channel, the <laughs> Vacation Channel. Um, so Impact for sure is going to go there. Um, they've already uh, made some decisions. I guess in, or Anthem has, you know, fired is Adam Swift. Uh, Adam Swift uh, from the New Japan. I believe he does American commentary on Access. Not too sure because I don't really watch Access that much. I watch New Japan World, so I'm just used to Kevin Kelly, Rocky Romero, mm-hmm. and Chris Charlton. Uh, I, I I watch um, New Japan on Access, but I, I don't get the name straight of the announcers. I just try to enjoy the product. And there's a lot of people, I guess, um, being uh, let go from um, Access right now. Was They're it 40 changing. people or 40%? Don't know. Something like that. That really shows our asses right there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But, um, sorry. It's either 40 or 40%. 40. 40 is a good number. 40 ounces to freedom. 
you know, 40% of people were fired or 40 people were fired. Maybe there was a hundred people there and 40 people were fired. Then we're right. That would have been 40%. 40% of the staff. Okay. So 40% of the staff. That was via our very own Michael Vergara. Okay. Um, thank you, Michael. Our new Japan pro wrestling expert, Michael Mm -hmm. Vergara. Don't, don't you say it. Um, check him out at Mike Vergara, man. That's M I C V. No, whatever. Just E Y. Sorry. No, that's Mickey Mouse Club. That's Full Metal Jacket, okay? My bad, my bad. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I wonder if... Um, if we're all going to still, you know, if Impact is going to have a working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, will they have a working relationship with Women of Wrestling? How is this all going to work out? I could see them working with uh, the Women of Wrestling. Yeah. You get Tessa Blanchard in there. I think Tessa Blanchard's already in, she might already be in Women of Wrestling here She No, she's a champ. Okay. Uh, last I saw, okay. she was a champ. And she's already in Impact, too, so you got oh, some cross-promotion. So, yeah, there. there you go. Um, um in a press release issued yesterday, though, it was announced that Anthem Sports and uh, uh, and Entertainment, apparently, has acquired the majority interest in HDNet LLC, which is the parent company of Access TV and HDNet Movies. Mm. Uh, Anthem will assume operating management of the two popular channels that cater to music, sports, entertainment, lifestyle, oh, and lifestyle audiences. Uh, the deals also includes Access TV's extensive library of owned programming, including wrestling, MMA, entertainment, and content. New Japan Pro Wrestling and WoW both air on Access on Saturdays. Season 2 of WoW premiered on Access this last weekend. Here's an interesting fact about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. One, Steve Harvey is joining Anthem as an investor and is entering into an agreement uh, for content development and promotion of Anthem's portfolio. Harvey's Steve Harvey Global will have a seat on Anthem's board of directors. Wow. So, Steve Harvey oversees Impact Wrestling. He needs to be a character on Impact Wrestling immediately. We need to have mm-hmm. NWA's Billy Corgan versus Impact Wrestling Steve Harvey versus, <laughs> you know, Shane McMahon versus, yeah. I don't know, who, Red Shoot. No, who, who would it be? God, what's his name? I forgot for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I don't. Um, Michael Vergara, if you know, let us know. Yeah, the guy who just took over. Anyways, um... Yeah, no, so this is, that's, that's weird. Um, you know what, it, this spells bad news for New Japan. Just because I don't think that the delay factor yeah. is, is going to work, is going to rub the executives right here. Because we see those matches maybe a week, two weeks delayed mm-hmm. from the original airing. Some, they might have issues with that. Well, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a contract with Access TV until 2021. Oh, so um, so I mean, unless, unless they have a way to back out of the contract, uh-huh. they're kind of screwed at this point. In, you know, they can change whatever they want on these American versions of the show. And how is um, New Japan going to have an American e- expansion mm-hmm. if they can't be on American TV? If they can't do it with the TV they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If they get stifled by Anthem, which, you know, is trying to course them into working with Impact Wrestling, I don't know. This is all speculation. But at the same time, yeah, and it's like... And they're more of an asset that, with them than it, they would be without them. You mean Anthem and New Japan Pro yeah, Wrestling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, they, they're buying not, out New Japan, having them leave, and then signing with someone like TNT. Well, you know, then you'd have AEWs on TNT, so yeah. they wouldn't be able to go there. Um, you know, maybe somewhere, fuck, I don't know, ESPN, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, ABC, Disney, you know, yeah, like, a- the, a- yeah, a- ABC, ESPN, something like that. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Freeform uh, show uh, brings you New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
There you go. Uh, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, Disney Channel presents New Japan Pro Wrestling. What's Okada going to do this week? Uh, Tanahashi comes out. Oh, no. He spilt the milk again. He's like, Rocky Romero, clean it up. Oh, no. And then out comes the fabulous life of Zack and Cody. Or the sweet life, or I don't know what the fuck. It's yeah, about. no, but you know what the good news would be is Tom Holland will make a guest appearance, full on Spidey costume. <laughs> oh Wait, no, what? he's Sony. No, he's Sony. Sony has said no go. Yeah. The door is closed. Oh, God. oh no, it's now a separate universe. That's depressing news. You know what interesting fact about separate universes? Apparently, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, there's eleven different universes. Uh, I would disagree with that okay. just because he, I mean, he's a scientist, but okay. yeah, you're right. He is, but I have a theory. I really didn't like, I can't remember the whole argument, <laughs> but I'm like, cool. There's 10 different versions of me. That's kind of yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, you would think if there's infinite space, infinite numbers, infinite mathematics, you could always add one to, to, well, the, well, to infinity plus one. Here, here, here's my question for you. Do you remember a book when we were younger called the Berenstein Bears? Yes. What was it called? The Bernstein Bears. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't, I know, no, it I know. wasn't. I know. Yellow dress, blue dress. Anyways. Oh, is that a separate universe too? <gasps> Anyways, let's continue with our last piece. Let me piece pick of, up my brains from the floor. Hold on. Let's pick up with our last piece of news of the day. Guys, I have some unfortunate information to tell you. During Royal Rumble weekend, there is absolutely no... NXT TakeOver this weekend. You're happening. kidding me. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you that, Jose. Instead of NXT TakeOver event, WWE will instead run a World's Collide show prior to the 2020 Royal Rumble. Um, this was um, noted by their travel package uh, just issued on WWE.com or whatever, Ticketmaster or some shit. Uh, the travel package information for the 2020 Royal Rumble showed that a World's Collide event is scheduled to take place on Saturday, January 25th. The show will be held at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. WWE confirmed that the travel package listing was not in air and that World's Collide event is taking place on that day instead of TakeOver. In regards of future NXT TakeOver events, WWE said in a statement that the schedule of the 2020 NXT TakeOver events will be out in the near future, i.e. they'll be out when AEW puts their pay-per-view exactly, schedule out because exactly. we're, go we're going to war with them. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, uh, a full pay-per-view, an actual pay-per-view, Worlds Collide, yeah, that might be good. Crisis on Infinite Earth, the ultimate crossover event. You know, we, you know, if you remember Worlds Collide, this was it um, during Mania Weekend last, was or was it? it Rumble? It was Mania Weekend. Yeah, it was. Sure, um, it was a series of dark matches that took place over the Access Weekend there in Mania. And, um, you know, he had people like Luke Harper versus like um, like Mark Andrews, you know, right, things like right. that. He had people from the NXT UK versus from SmackDown Live, SmackDown or Raw versus NXT, you know, NXT UK versus 205 Live. So, it was, you know, it was a fun it was a fun time. Wild card mayhem. I hated seeing, you know, the same people in the crowd for like nine weeks in a row. Yeah. You'd be sitting there like, oh, there, there's that guy. There's who, Jim. Yeah, there's Jim again. Hey, Jim. Um, so, but to take place instead of NXT TakeOver, I don't know. It might be a change of pace, but, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, I think, it's a good idea. You think so? Yeah, it's a good idea, as long as they don't put over just Raw and SmackDown uh, wrestlers. And this could lead into the next night, too. You could have, like, a Battle Royal, you know, who this? Uh, you get an Intercontinental title shot mm -hmm. at the Royal Rumble. You get number 30 in the Rumble if you win this 15-person Rumble. Mm -hmm. So... 
I like the the idea of the World's Collide tournament. We'll see how it goes. You know, you could even see such things as like, I don't know, Undisputed Era versus like, you know, some who who are some who's like a good faction on the main roster. Is there any faction on the main roster? Demolition. I mean, the Viking Warriors. The there Viking, we go. The Viking Warriors and Viking Ricochet Demolition. plus Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Or Stone Cold, whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't see the legends on here. What, what do you mean? SmackDown, NXT. I'm, I'm talking about the like the contract people. Um, oh well, you so know, you know it's Raw, SmackDown, the main roster. Because uh, they all signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling. My last piece of news <laughs> that I just wanted to randomly point out: uh, the Rock and Roll Express going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. My God, How, did you hear about this? I did. Uh, Rock and Roll. They just signed to go on New Japan's um, East Coast tour. Um, was it, is it Ricky Gibson and Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton? There we go. Ricky Morton, I believe is the one who trained Chase Owens, uh, current member of the Bullet Club mm-hmm. for the past weeks. You know, Kevin Kelly during the G1 saying he was trained by, uh, what's the name again? Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton. Oh my God. And that's when, uh, Chase Owens would, would take up with that. Say, you know what? I taught everything myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure they're going to have some sort of Bullet Club versus Rock and Roll Express. Totally. And these guys are what, well into their 60s? Dude, I think so. Yeah. Like so. every picture that you see of that news on the interwebs, they have pictures of them like in 1985. <gasps> Let me tell you something, Daddy. They were wrestling when I first started watching wrestling. And they were old already. Like the only other person that I can think of that did that is like The Undertaker, but he's not even really wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are... I don't know. How, when how the Rockers first came out, and they were the Rockers were in their early twenties or mid twenties. Mm-hmm. The Rock and Roll Express had already been wrestling for like twenty years. Wow, I'm exaggerating, but they were already in their mid thirties. Yeah, I feel like the Rockers was like the X factor to like the Rock and Roll Express. It's like X Men, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they're like we're new, we're hip, but we're the same shit. Yeah, yeah. Because Rock and Roll Express were uh, NWA. Yeah, and the Rockers were an AWA creation. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Nice. Well, did, we'll you know. did, did you know? See? Uh, let's, get, let's kick it off with Monday Night Raw last night. Let's do it. Uh, Madison Square Garden, New York City, the smarkiest smarks of town. We're back, baby. Um, wow. Crowd was hot. Hot, hot, um, hot. I thought it was a decent show. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and praise the show and be like, it was a great show. There was a lot of people that said that. But I do <sighs> think there was a lot of good not great wrestling matches you know what the crowd helped me enjoy this a little they bit more really did they I would have um so uh let's see what did i write down for my quick notes uh relied heavily on stone cold steve austin i believe for, to get the entire show oh, over yeah definitely and um what is eleven nineteen, jose well, well we can get to it because i did some math i i did i mean it is it's 30 sure sure <laughs> sure okay but unless you're like multiple you know what time it aired no, did it, did it air at eleven nineteen? No, it aired at. Hold on, let me bring that up. I have a photo. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It aired at ten twenty nine. So that's a minute ten. A minute ten. Uh, an hour ten off. What do you mean? So it was. The clock said eleven nineteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it aired at ten twenty nine. Yes. So that was the whole, the clock was a whole hour and 10 minutes ahead of the show. Okay. So what, so, okay, we'll get there, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, I don't know what it means. Okay. Well, uh, I, those, I did, so, I did some research online too. Okay. There's some, there's some things that 1119 represents. 
I did a little research into the that that book called the Bible, mm-hmm. and there was a reference in there that I thought was um, it, it 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 signified something. But I said I'll get there when time comes, and we'll okay. talk about the. Did fire you look fire. at the book of John? No, I don't know. Maybe I just I just I did, I didn't like I don't have a Bibles, and I'm not like going to my Bible set and like pulling right. Right, right, the, right. the book of Joe, the book of John. I'm gonna well, you can you can Google. Yeah, I just searched just up eleven nineteen, and that's okay. the first thing that came up. <laughs> okay. Um, but we'll let's 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 get into the show. Let's go through the entire card. Let's do it. Uh, we kicked it off with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, return to the Attitude Era, baby. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, glass shattering. Everyone, he comes out to the ring. You dumb son of a bitch! I'm back here, Madison Square Guard. Can you believe I'm back? He was sitting there saying, you know, reminiscing on the times he's been there. Um, so let me tell you one story. Well, actually, it's three. And what was one of the stories? Like he got um, he one got is Bret Hart. Bret Hart, and he couldn't believe he was going to fight Bret Hart. Someone knocking him out, and someone's like, Undertaker. Hey, you know? He he did something to Undertaker, knock him down, and then Undertaker did he you know his quick rise from the grave? Yeah. And while he did the rise, uh, Stone Cold stuck his face into Undertaker's head. Yeah. And it caught him cold in the chin and knocked him out cold. And they, when he woke up, they said, "Do you know where you, you're in Madison Square Garden? You know." Mm-hmm. Say, "God damn it." It was good times. God damn boy, do you know? I'm cleaning up for TV. Uh, God damn boy, do you know where you are? Yeah, it was definitely uh, ratings pop. I don't know how many times they're going to be able to do this. This is like the, th- the second time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hell, we'll see if it happens the third time, how much of a pop we'll get that. Um, uh, like I said, Austin reminisces on his time at Madison Square Garden. The crowd is eating out of the palm of his hands. Out comes Braun first, and he offers Stone Cold a handshake. But Austin is conflicted and instead welcomes out Seth Rollins. What was up with this? Like, I, I didn't get this whole thing. Yeah. no. Uh, I feel like this is something they didn't talk about at first, and then Braun just went for it. Well, remember last like, Let week? me shake your hand. Yeah. Remember then, last week he was like, you guys are buddies. Well, I mean, you they kind of reference it a little bit, yeah. but it was at the end of the day, it was like, oh, I love all you dumb son of bitches. <laughs> um, then um, out comes Seth Rollins. He plays up the angle of Stone Cold turning on Braun. He's, like, you know, talking about, he says, Stone Cold, last, you know, last week, Braun thinks you're going to turn on him tonight. You're going to, you're going to set him up. You know, yeah. it was okay. Uh, Braun said he's not going to turn on, um, well, let's see, hold on. Seth uh, signs a contract, turns it towards Braun. Braun says he's going to turn down. He's going to turn on Seth, or he's not going to turn on Seth. I'm sorry, I'm all confused over here. He's not going to turn on so Seth the pay per view because so uh, you know they're they're tag. Te- they like being tag team champions, mm-hmm. which I don't get at all. I still can't figure this out. Why do they like being tag team? Champions? I like being champ, but I love to be the universal champion. Yeah, he says he's going to love being the universal champion. Out comes the OC. Uh, AJ runs down Stone Cold and the fans there at New York City. Stone Cold then moves a table out of the way uh, because, you know, he's a rattlesnake. Hey, AJ's not very good ad-libber, is he? No, he did Shut up. Hey, you old fart. <laughs> hey, guys, I said fart. He's at least he can he can he can come up with something. He doesn't stutter, but he does like it is very childish. He, he comes up with some corny stuff. Yeah, it, well, you know, you know he is? has like six kids. Yeah, I was gonna say he's <laughs> he's too much of a dad now. Yeah, I'm sure like ten years ago he would have you know. Said listen, you son of a bitch. Yeah, now it's like listen, you old fart knocker. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bet you got cooties still, don't you? Exactly. Then out comes, like I said, um, Stone Cold moves the table out of the way. Braun and Seth take out the OC, and then Seth uh, goes for the stomp on AJ. AJ dodges and then tosses Seth out of the ring. AJ is then taunting Seth Rollins, and then a rattlesnake creeping up behind him for a Stone Cold stunner to AJ Styles. Very nicely done, too. Um, It looked good. I didn't like the way AJ sold it, though. Oh, really? He flopped a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I nobody can sell it like The Rock does, mm-hmm. and that's just what I see in my head every time. And I'm comparing it. I'm like, well, 
Yeah. I mean, that one time when The Rock literally like flipped on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, he did that like four times. So, um, and then that we go to break, come back, and then we have Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles. And I thought for sure they were setting up this up for, you know, Cedric to beat AJ Styles um, to get a number one contendership for the U.S. title. But no, I mean, this was just a match they had, you know, after, you know, he received a stunner. He's still in the ring, AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric comes out. They have a decent match, you know. They do. Uh, it was decent. Uh, the match seems like they were going a little harder, but not at their full potential. Uh, Mishinoku driver to AJ, followed by a kickout. Then we have the OC attacking Cedric, followed by a DQ. Um, so, you know, Cedric wins by DQ. Yep. Well, uh, he gets the win, I guess. After the after the match, OC beats down Cedric. Out come the Viking Raiders to even the odds. This is a very weird pairing, um, if you yeah, ask this, me. Oh, the- it, it, it screams of desperation. I mean, but if you if it's if it's something to give the Viking Raiders something to do, I'm all for it. I guess. Yeah, but you know this is going to go nowhere for them. Oh no, this was a one night thing. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was oh, definitely. No, they'll, a they'll probably continue on for another week or so. Uh, Maybe into cl- no, it's, it's no Clash Champions. Clash Champions is, not no, yeah, no, it's not going on past Clash Champions. No. Definitely not. You're right. You're right. Um. So yeah, uh, they have a kind of moment in the ring where they all stand there. And then after this, we were pre-recorded Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, in the segment backstage. It was a really odd start to that segment, wasn't it? What do you mean? Where Bailey it, was just smiling for how long? She was like, what? Okay. Hey, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy because I'm hanging out with my best friend and we're best friends and like, wow. Like, I'm so happy. Like, it's pretty much the gist of it. Like, yeah, she's yeah. not really full heel, but she's like this, you know, I'm with my best friend and, you know, this is what we're going to do. So I don't see Bailey's heel run going that long, honestly. It's going to it's going to be one of those like t- two months at most. And then, and then eventually she'll turn on Sasha again or yeah, or Sasha will turn on Bailey, you know, mm-hmm. some vice versa, you know, yeah. either Sasha, you know, Bailey will see the ways like, why is Sasha? Why are you doing this, Sasha, to everybody? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you why are you being so mean? And then uh, or. Sasha be like, hey, why, why are you losing so much? Why aren't you holding, it, it would, your weight? It would totally go against everything this was built upon. If Sasha's like hitting somebody with a chair, and Bailey holds the chair, like, no, don't do that. So wait a minute, just a couple of weeks ago, you were helping beat up on Becky Lynch. With okay, the chair. so then Sasha has to turn on Bailey then. Well, I mean, if you think logically and add continuity, which we know they don't care about. <sighs> I'm just saying, yeah, continuity-wise, Sasha yeah. would have to run it. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Uh, then when he says, uh, let's see, Bailey says there's no stronger there's no stronger force than the two of them. Hmm. Good for you two. Uh, cut to ba- Becky Lynch and Charlotte taping up backstage, and they're just glaring each other down. But more so Becky. I feel like this was, like, Charlotte and Becky teaming up was definitely, like, when you're in a class project and you get paired with somebody, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to get paired with this. Yeah. Hi, hey, Charlotte, what's up? So, how are we going to do this tonight? Did you see uh, Charlotte's um, in-character Twitter post? No. She said something to the effect of, heels are for shoes, and I'm not a good guy, I'm the queen. Uh, uh, You know, they're trying to, if they're building up Bailey as a heel, Charlotte has to be playing face in this match. Going into, She's going into Charlotte, North Carolina, for a women's title match. Mm -hmm. She's definitely walking in there as the face of that match. Definitely. So, you know, it's like they're all over the place. They don't have any. They're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's make her a face for a week. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be back. You know, Bailey will win because I'm assuming she will. Stay tuned to Thursday morning to our mm-hmm. prediction show. But, um, you know, then they'll be back to normal. Then Charlotte will be another heel. Yeah, because I mean, everybody knows that Charlotte makes a better heel than she does face. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Charlotte makes one of the best heels. She's like Ric Flair. She's like her dad. Yeah, exactly. She's exactly like her dad. Like when her dad was a face. You like, we didn't buy it. <clears throat> yeah, no, everyone was like, okay. Seconds before you turn. Again. You know, like, woo, yeah. You like, just like, play it in a game. Come on. Exactly. Um, so I think Charlotte needs to be heel. Yeah, going forward. Uh, then we have a commercial for the Firefly Funhouse later tonight. Stay I thought tuned. it was I thought it was funny. We had Skinny Neck Bray. Yeah, uh, because he didn't. Ha- he like had just like a sweater on and mm-hmm. nothing. The, the tightest of the sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we have the most adorable segment of the night, the Connor's Cure segment. Cool. Um, you know, this, uh, it was a really good way to do it this time too. You know, uh-huh. Roman Reigns is probably the best guy for this totally. position. You 100%. know, for one, he, he went through this. He mm-hmm. suffered from leukemia and two, I could see him doing, he just seems like the ultimate, like, like good guy dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he is kind of like the Hulk Hogan of nowadays. Like if let me rephrase that <laughs> in a sense where like, remember when you were a kid and you viewed Hulk Hogan, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of wrestling fans who are children who view Roman Reigns like this. Like mm-hmm. he can do no wrong. Those are his cheers. His cheers come from the youth and the ladies. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's one of those things like I could see him still doing this, even if he didn't suffer from leukemia and still wanting to give back. I to think he was doing well. He had leukemia, well, he had leukemia a yeah, yeah. years, but prior. it wasn't like um, common knowledge. No, yeah, yeah, but he still, you know, he suffered from it, so it's still on his mind, which I'm Uh sure led him to it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, he he came out with the Connor's Cure shirt, uh, and then all of a sudden, Rowan comes in with a car. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No. Do you Uh, see the kid? uh, I forgot his name, but he, he was the M. Yeah, I was hoping he like he take it's a mask. It's really Rowan underneath. No, that was the uh, the the arrival. Okay, was the arrival. Okay, that that was cool. But there was another one that I think it was right after. Uh, He was one of the older kids, or at least one of the bigger kids. Yeah, and he had a huge M on his chest. Cool. As they were doing the segment, he starts yawning like, oh, well, you know, what am I doing? Kids, they're kids. Dude, there's a crowd of eighteen thousand. You're at Madison Square Garden. In Madison Square Garden, and they're all cheering and clapping, and you're like, I think that's like such a dad thing of you to say. (laughs) It's really like, come on, kid. Like you're in Madison Square Garden. You're on stage. (laughs) Like. Like, uh, okay. There's Roman Reigns behind you, guy. Like the, he, the, you could tell the kid was not a fan. There was one. Uh, the, there was one kid you knew was a fan. Oh, that's that kid with that damn the undisputed title. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the main he, event. He had. Oh, no, yeah, the, uh, that was a girl. He had that title in the video package, mm-hmm. so you know that's his. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had that one, I'm like, dude, that's like the one that like, people get. Like, if you're like a true, real wrestling fan and uh, a WWE fan, yeah. like that's it's a good one. It's yeah. a real good one. Yeah. And let's move on. Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus Bailey and Sasha. I mean, it was it was a fun match. Uh, yeah, it was good. The three heels and a heely face. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to feel it, figure out that math. Dude. Yeah, but it was a good match. Um, everybody came across good. There was good counters. Yeah, no. Charlotte and uh, Becky go right after Sasha and uh, Bailey. Uh, Bailey and Becky technically start the match. Uh, we have a through the rope neck breaker to Becky by Bailey. A decent match, but probably one of the best women's tag matches on the WWE has produced. Well, they know each other very well. No, it is the best women's tag team match that WWE's produced. Yeah, I at least the agent was in on, 20- that, on the match. Uh, they probably just let him work it. I yeah. mean, they you guys agent yourselves. They could have had him agent the match, but they could have also, you know, maybe someone oversee it. You know. Don't well, know. Well, we know it ain't Arn Anderson. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know, but I have to check. Uh, and uh, did you see. know? Or, or no, we hold on. This match? Yeah, no, 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 okay, no, go ahead. no. Uh, Sasha okay. and Charlotte exchange submissions. Moonsault to Bailey breaks up the count. Uh, natural selection to Bailey. Charlotte gets the pin and the win on Bailey. So we'll continue that talk with these two, either probably tomorrow on Smack It or the Prediction Show. Yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. 
Uh, did I know? What? What? what did, did you I- know that Madison Square Garden is the only venue that hosted WrestleMania three times? No, I did not know that. Yes. Um, well, actually, I yeah. Um, if I thought about it, maybe I could have figured it out. But nope, didn't Caesar's Palace do a few? Oh no, you know what? They did they, one. They did one, and they did a bunch of Royal. It was a bunk. It was a super bunk. Remember, yeah. it was that. Was it nine? Yeah. Nine, yeah. and I remember that one distinctly. That, that was one, like, I was one of those kids that liked really bad shit when I was a kid. <laughs> like, not bad shit, but I liked everything that, like, people were like, ah. The Police Academy 4? Police Academy 4, Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. uh, WrestleMania 9. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I rooted for all those. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember WrestleMania 9 distinctly being like, yeah, I remember even the main event being like. What was the main event? It was, uh, what was it, Brett versus Yokozuna. Oh, that's Yokozuna right. beating Brett. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And then. Hogan coming out and yeah, be like, and you know what, there. brother? I'm going to help my friend Brett. Give me a title match, brother. So, wait, question. Sure. If you were walking at a fair and you said you saw Hulk Hogan doing meet and greets for 20 bucks, no. would you take a picture? No. No? No. I, I was just wondering. Because I saw a whole line of people waiting for a meet and greet, not in person, um, but there was a picture of people waiting for a meet and greet with him. And I was just like... 20, want, bucks, Twenty bucks is pretty cheap. I mean, like but you know, no, no, yeah, no, no. I have too much. Yeah, I have too many morals. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I love it. Uh, then we have the OC backstage with uh, Sarah Schreiber, um, and uh, they just setting up a ten man tag match related the night because you know Ziggs and Roots, which they're calling themselves the Vultures of the. T- I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't. I hope they call themselves the Vultures and come out with like feathered wings, like <laughs> like oh, you know what I mean, and start like like instead of the tassels ah, on. Uh, Instead of the tassels on um, Ziggy's jacket, you get feathers. Feathers on his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so there, you know, I felt like Ziggs and Rude were coming in like, hey, whoa, you didn't get the job done earlier. You probably mm-hmm. need our help. <laughs> the OC was like, you know what, brother? We do. <laughs> yeah. We need, apparently, we need partners tonight for this unannounced 10-man tag match. Did you hear what uh, AJ said? No. As they cut away? Well, I mean, I'm sure I did, but. He was like, I don't like those guys, but I'm okay with this. <laughs> but I'm okay with this. See, that's, that's when AJ, you, you know... He's good. Like mm-hmm. he, yeah. that was really good of him to say. Like it was. I don't like him, but I, I'm okay with this. You know, it's fine. Then we have actual uh, lucha libre. Yes, we do. Well, semi lucha libre. It's WWE. It's the closest we're gonna light. get. In exactly lucha libre light, sponsored mm-hmm. by WWE. Yeah, exactly. And uh, these guys really went out. We have Rey Mysterio versus Grand Metalik. Mm-hmm. Grand Metalik. Did he look thinner or did he look different to you last night? Yes, this is why. Okay. They cut a hole in his mask. Okay. To expose his mouth. Okay. So now you see more facial expression. Okay. Because without that. Same person, right? I hope so. Okay. I didn't hear anything. For a about second, I was looking at him. Mask. I was like, why does he look different? Did they give Is that a new person? I hate when they do that kind of shit. Yeah. Like they did it with Sinkara. Yeah. But, oh, but you could totally tell with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, he went from, you know, luchador to who's this chunky old guy exactly um so grand mentally comes out and he's you know he it actually gave him a spotlight and i liked it king of the ropes um i wonder if this was you know in you know in part due to because i think triple a was going to try to host at madison square garden mm-hmm. and i think you know wwe just wants to have this remembered or at least this match remembered as like the main biggest lucha libre match to happen here yeah and it, the come out party of grand Metalik. Which, you know, if you put this match in AAA or a different promotion, CMLL, even Lucha Libre promotion, mm-hmm. it would be a huge main event. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, Grand yeah. Metalik, I can't remember what he was called before. He went to WWE. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, he was one of the best luchadors on the scene. Hell, he held four titles at one time. And to be rele- uh, relegated to kind of the Lucha House Party, mm-hmm. it's kind of a shame, you know? Uh, but he comes out, and he was wearing this, I felt like, it, it looked like um, it was either, you could describe it as like a Jushin Thunder Liger-esque um, like, uh, armor, uh, shoulder uh, armor. Shoulder pads. Yeah. So, but but it's not shoulder pads. It had like, like different, yeah. It, yeah, it was like, if it had different pictures of luchadors on it. Mm-hmm, different masks. So I thought that was really cool. It I don't was. know. I don't know if that was his different masks or if it was different famous luchadors. I asked myself the same question and I wanted to go back and watch it again and maybe zoom in, but I, I didn't get a chance to. But it was really an honor. If it was um, iconic luchadors, that's really an honor of him to do something like that. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And for WWE to let that be on TV is, is yeah. huge. Uh, the commentary is really building up a metalik in this match. Um, back and forth between the two men. Eventually in the end, uh, we have a 619 to metalik, but hey, you know, if you ever want to know what Rey Mysterio would be like in 205 Live, you got it right here. Yeah. You know. Uh, How about that spot where he, it looks like he crunched his lower back? Um, I didn't, I don't remember. It was this one where Grandma, he was on, he, Ray was on the outside, Grandma Leak ran, stepped on a middle rope, and did uh, uh, suicide dives, okay. slash tope, slash somersault. Ray went to catch him. Yeah. And he caught him on his neck. Yeah. But then when he fell down and his uh, butt hit the floor, it looked like his lower back twisted like really weird. Hey, Dio mio. Ugh. Well, I mean, they they had a good match. Ray got the win in the end, and they shook hands, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it's it's good to see Ray still, I mean, still has some something in him. I don't know if he can still go as fast as, because that's definitely, Middle League was holding back in that match. He could have mm-hmm. gone a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And Ray probably could have, too. You know, yeah, well, they maybe, both could have probably maybe they're saving it for something big. Could be, uh, maybe they're going to build up a lucha libre division actually in WWE, that which I would actually like. Maybe not keep them separate, but you know, to have a whole lucha libre like division of matches and have them like they can challenge for two hundred five live or whatever rate class they're yeah, in. Yeah, have them open up the shows, man. These hot openers have there these you, guys, go. you know, a la WCW in this heyday. There you go. Uh, let's continue on to the Street Profits. They had a whole bunch of nothing to say, but at least they said more than one line. They did. Um, they played the video package. Uh, well, first off, Angelo Dawkins is hitting on Sasha Banks. He hits on every wo- woman in the main roster. And I just want to say this, Dawkins, slow your roll, man. <laughs> your thirst is showing. Yeah, dude. Like, you know what? Like, you don't have to be like you throw it out there. And I get it. Like, it's all a percentage game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the more times you throw out the um, the fishing reel, the more likely you're able to catch a fish Yeah. in, in that way. So... They are them. And I wonder if they're going to continue on. I think they're going to continue in NXT. But we're about to have yeah, a draft, so yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. Because we're going to have teams, you know, go from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. Probably people from Raw and SmackDown go to NXT. You know it would be cool? Oh, no, that's too soon. If it just says 205 Live is drafted to NXT. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? <coughs> Ooh. Excuse me. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Um, no, it, what would be cool is uh, War of the Worlds or War Worlds Collide. If they, if they had like a special main roster contract match. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. Uh, then we have Samoa Joe versus Baron Corbin versus Ricochet in a King of the Rings semifinals triple threat match. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I. It was a decent match. You had pretty much Joe and Ricochet working the entire match pretty hard. Yeah, the, the fans convinced me that it was better than it probably was. Yeah. 
And uh, you, oh my God, that one super kick that Joe took was amaze balls. And the crowd going back and forth with the, you know, let's go Corbin, Corbin sucks chance. That was great. I, it surprised me. Um, Coquina clutched a Corbin on the outside. Ricochet braced up with a shooting star press, which was very dumb because even the announcers point out, like, hey, he can't submit on the outside. Why don't you just let him choke out Baron Corbin? Mm-hmm. So he breaks up the two. Um, we have a 630 splash to Joe by Ricochet. Then Baron, as soon as you see him get up, you know exactly what's going to happen. Yep. He runs in the ring, throws out Ricochet. And how many times has he won like this? I would say 90% of the time. Uh, then he throws out uh, Ricochet and gets the pin. 100% on of his, Joe. 100% of the time when he has three way or, or more involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's. Um, so he's going to the King of the Ring finals. He's either going to face. Well, he's facing Chad Gable or. To be determined. Maybe Kevin Owens. I don't fucking yeah, know. To be yeah. determined, yeah. To be determined. And then. Here's the here's a good way. If you want to pick up the crowd after, uh, you know, that segment was built to get heat. Yeah, heat. We need heat. It was built to get the fans a little angry. And it did. And you know what? Here's you know you know how you make the fans. You bring up the fans. Bring up the morale of the fans. You give us fucking Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Well, they have to take a piss sometime. Jesus Christ, man! They have to use the bathroom sometime. I don't know. Why man. not now? Who I'm exhausted. That match took a lot out of me. I need to take a piss break. Who's wrestling? Lacey Evans and Natalia. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go get some nachos while while I'm uh, after I piss. All right. Oh, okay. I'm at your seats. Yeah. No. It's definitely. I'm looking forward to going to SmackDown Live. Me too. I am. I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's. I'm looking forward to. You know what? Let's just talk about that real quick. Instead of talking about this match, I haven't been to TV. Natty wins time. by submission or lost by submission yeah. or she won by submission, right? She won by she won. Yeah, 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 yeah. So WWE and the Chase Center. That's gonna be fun. It is. I can't uh, wait. I'm looking forward to the food. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hear the food is really good there. I heard there's a bar sponsored by um, a small restaurant called Trick Dog. Mm-hmm. It's what you would call one of that hipster shit. Mm-hmm. But it's decent. It's one of those places. It's a bar, a fancy bar, but it also has. You know, handmade chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. which are delicious. Um, they have something called the Trick Burger, mm-hmm. which is like a hot dog shaped burger. Ooh. Um, and they have this delicious kale salad with avocado and a, a, a green goddess salad dressing. I'm not a fan of kale, but if it's delicious. Neither am I. But this, you don't taste the kale. Okay, good. And it all gets mixed in. Yeah, because it does taste like, oh, how am I going to f- phrase this? It tastes like grass. Like, like, yeah, it tastes like the dirt. It tastes mm-hmm. like dirt. Um, but guys, if you're going to SmackDown Live, or uh, we, I, we might be at, I'm, you're not going to Raw. No. Well, but you never know. You never know. I mean, if tickets go down cheap. One on thing that's for sure is that nothing's for sure. So if you see us at SmackDown Live, they'll come say hi. You, you'll see us with our city wrestling radio gear on. Most likely. Handing out stickers mm-hmm. and uh, giving out free hugs, or at least Michael will be. He's <laughs> determined to hug every single fan. Um, that comes up to us. 19,000 of you. Yeah. And just do it. Don't even tell him you're coming up to him. Just hug him from behind. Yes. It's fine. And we'll be there to protect you if he swings on you. <laughs> and let's keep it going with the Firefly Funhouse. So this segment, you know, it, it was, I thought it was built up to attack Stone Cold and Steve Austin in the end. You know, Bray mentioned it on Twitter. He said, who's Rattlesnake here, yeah. man? And, um, you know, in this segment, he says there's, you know, the little puppets are saying stranger danger. You know, you know what's going to happen. They said, you know, the, he's just an old rattlesnake, you know, kind of making like light that Stone Cold is like old and is mm-hmm. harmless, but kind of like that Bray's a little too scared to attack him. Yeah. At least that's what I kind of got. The, the rabbit is his fear. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was like stranger danger, stranger danger. Ah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so you can't blame a rattlesnake for doing rattlesnake things. Exactly. And then you know, there's a clock. It says three sixteen. He smashes the clock mm-hmm. and it switches to eleven nineteen. So try to explain this to me again because I'm trying to figure out what you were saying earlier. Okay. The clock set switches from three sixteen to eleven nineteen, right? Yes. The actual time during this segment was. 10.29 p.m. Okay, so 10.29. So, yeah. So the difference between 10.29 and 11.19, it's uh, pretty much an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. So Wait, no. It's less than that. No, it's an hour and 10 minutes. No, it's less than that. 10.29 and 11.19? Yeah. That's 50, that's 50 something minutes. You're, so at, now, you're now going I'm, the other way. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, rewind. 50 minutes. Okay, so let's do that. What is 50? Uh, 5-0. That's correct. So, what does this all mean? I don't know, but they'll uh, let us know later. Um, but I got, I did some, I did some, I did some digging. Okay. And uh, because you know, we all know that, uh, you know, Austin, you know, he was there, and you know, Bray was hinting at the rattlesnake being there, and we all know um, Austin's catchphrase, Austin three sixteen says, mm-hmm. "I just whooped your ass." But based off an actual. Um, Bible verse, right? Or a proverb or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like uh, John 316? It's like, is uh, do you know the Bible? Maybe I'm saying this wrong. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, for, I just kicked your ass. Uh, no, I'm saying for the actual John 316. Uh, it's not, I just kicked your ass? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have eternal life. I don't know why I say it like oh, that. Oh, oh, do you know why Stone Cold said that to begin with? Oh, he says, take your proverbs, take your, take your John 3.16, say your yeah, prayers. It, it was Austin 3.16 says, I just kicked your ass. It was a Jake the Snake oh, okay. reference. And then, um, what do you call it? Um, Michael Hayes made that dumb fucking face. Mm-hmm. So, then I did some digging. 11.19 came up with this. Ezekiel 11.19. Hmm. I don't know what book this is out of. Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel. There we go. Um, oh, yeah. So it's the new international version. The book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel 11, Ezekiel eleven nineteen, And I quote, I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove them from their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Ooh, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. And uh, definitely... You know, I know Bray Wyatt is a very religious person. Very. You know, at least in, or it's not Bray Wyatt, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Bray, what's his, Wyndham, Wyndham Rotunda. Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. God, I'm tongue-tied today. Uh, He's a very religious person, and I wouldn't put it past him to, you know, for this to be it. And it sounds a very, like, cryptic message, you know? Mm -hmm. And for this say, this is a heart of stone, stone cold, you know? It just makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, That does make sense. And what I came up with was I actually went to John 11, 19. Okay. And that is uh, talking about Jesus comforts the sisters of Lazarus. Now, if you know the story of Lazarus, it's the person that Jesus brought back to life. Okay. So he, Jesus is comforting the sisters. So eleven nineteen, and many Jews had come from, uh, to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Yours is better, I think. Okay. I mean, it, it could be either one. Yeah. But uh, I'm going with this, and this is what I'm sticking with on my end. I, you know, I'm Ezekiel 
Ezekiel Jackson, WWE, ECW, uh, Vince McMahon, Bray Wyatt. It all goes together in a big circle. You yeah. see? You yeah. see? Okay, okay. I put it all together. And let's continue with... You know, um, you know okay, this is my final thought on this. 11-19 ain't going to mean jack. In two weeks, we're going to forget all about it. No one's going to bring it up ever again. Mr. McMahon dies in a car accident. And then next week, we see him promoting the XFL. <sighs> you know what I thought? You know what I think is really funny that you said that about the XFL? And I thought about this the other day. Uh, that Vince McMahon is coming from a wrestling company mm-hmm. and is going to go run a football company. Mm. Not the same thing. Okay. Absolutely. And then you have Tony Khan, mm-hmm. yeah. a football <laughs> company, uh-huh. and is now going in to open up a wrestler or is, has opened up a wrestling company. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the, you know, the two peril, the, they're very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they probably have a lot in common, mm-hmm. but not at the same time. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like one of those things like you might have a lot in common with, you know, some of your peers in the broadcasting industry, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily like them. Right, right, right. So, Well, you know, too, and it's all about the people you surround yourself with. And I think Vince likes to keep his hand in as many pots as possible. <sighs> and I'm sure Tony Khan, Tony Khan is delegating properly. Oh, yeah. You, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. I don't know what I'm doing here. What do you think we should do here? And he looks like a, a media nerd. Did the Jaguars lose this last weekend? Oh, I think they did. I think they were, someone was like trying to blame Tony Khan for <laughs> focusing too much on AEW. <laughs> but his dad happen. is the owner, though, right? He has, oh, oh, that's right. Oh, he runs like the press. I think he runs the, the soccer company, though. Oh, Fulham. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, uh, main event time. Okay. Ten-man uh, tag. Oh, what I found funny, too, with uh, that Firefly segment is uh, Bray Wyatt calling the Viking Warriors or the Viking guys. Yeah. Viking guys. Did he call them Viking guys? Yeah, you know, the Viking guys came out. They they made hey, friends. Man. They made uh, a new trio. They made friends with the with the uh, I don't fucking the Stone Cold. I don't know. Yeah, the, and, the did, and did he actually uh, shout out a warning to Rowan when at the end when he said friends forget but the fiend never forgets? Uh, well, friends forgive but the fiend never forgets. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely like I thought it was in reference to Braun Strowman. That could be real too. Yeah, you know I. I, you know, Braun has just, I don't want to turn on you. Oh, I, well, that will make a lot more sense. Because I want to be universal champion because Braun, I like being tag champion. Mm-hmm. So if what happens if they lose the tag champions, A, you have something that he already wanted taken away from him. Right. And then if, what if he loses the universal title? He, everything's taken away from Braun. Mm-hmm. Everything that he wanted, everything he aspired to be. And all of a sudden you hear a, a Seth's music going. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the f- well, we'll talk about it later. Sweet. Week. We'll talk about it on the prediction show. Yeah, the prediction so. show, we call it now. So the match with too many dudes. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know why this match was, was took, felt like it took forever? Is because they did two matches. Yeah. They yeah, did yeah. one whole match where they got the heat on the, you know, on the heel team. And they had the hot tag. And then they went to commercial break. And then come back. And then they're getting the heat on Seth again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, so that's fine if you want to do that. But... It's just annoying in the long run. It and it was a it was a main event slapped together. How can we get Stone Cold out there in the end? But the, it, it was the most nothing way to get him out there. It, well, yeah, he just came out in the yeah, end. You know, the, the, uh, he could have came out whenever, anytime and done that. Do you think Drew was actually penciled in for this match or for the main event somehow? House in, in which aspect? And then this, because slapping together uh, Demolition and Cedric was really odd. So it felt like they heard about... 
uh, well, then, Drew, Drew McIntyre not being available where, where, for the main event. So well, they kind of said, okay, let's let's slap something together. Well, remember AJ and the OC attacked Cedric a few weeks ago. Two weeks ago, or last week. No, two weeks. It was last week on Monday, and then they... No, no, two... Oh, was, okay, yeah, yeah. On Thursday? Oh, anyways. This was last week or the week before, yeah. I think it was two weeks We're ago. both right. Um, so I thought that, you know, it's a way to build Cedric up to the uni- or the United States title scene because yeah. he's already on the quote-unquote main roster from 205 Live. Yeah, and we saw that during the tournament, the tag team tournament, that uh, OC had beef with the Viking Warriors when they fought yeah. into a draw. Yeah, I oddly forgot about that. Like, they had to remind me about that in commentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the end of the match had a phenomenal forearm. Uh, AJ goes for the nominal forearm to Cedric Alexander. Cedric then reverses, uh, catches and reverses into a lumbar check. It was a very nice finish. Gets the pin and the win on AJ Styles, which is probably going to lead into a United States title shot mm-hmm. at um, Clash Champions. You see Igbar slipping off the top rope. Igbar? 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 Ivar. Ivar? Ivar. Devilish and Smash. You see him t- uh, jump off the top rope and almost kill himself. And uh, other he, people. He's done that a few times. Dude, he slipped. I was like, oh my god, you're gonna kill somebody or yourself. So that was, uh, yeah, no, it's Ivar is cool, but he eventually his knees are gonna start to hurt. He's a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's putting a lot of stress on those knees, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Nor a physician. Uh, nor a surgeon. Dentist. I'm mm-hmm. not Brett Baker over here, but. I, I do will say this. Gravity will get the better end of you in the yeah, long run. The person that tells him to keep doing that is the same person that told uh, Big Show to keep doing those drop kicks. <laughs> and it's the same person that told Sid Vicious that he could do uh, a oh, big fuck, boot dude. off the top rope. Dude, that was that was like the most vicious, no pun intended, moment in wrestling I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. I, I know I've... I know I was I was watching live when Owen Hart died, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it happen. You know, if I would yeah, have saw they, it happen, I would. There was a backstage shit. segment going on at the time, yeah. Um, but Sid coming down, there's video of his leg bending one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it is. You see, if he didn't have that wrestling boot on, <gasps> you would have seen bone. If he had like high tops instead of yeah, boots, yeah, yeah, he would have. We would have all seen oh, no. his bone snap through his. Oh, that's skin. so bad. Yeah. Um. That was really bad. Ooh, who was that against? Scott Steiner, I, I, I don't say. know. I will say it was Scott Steiner. <laughs> against his own life, his, <laughs> his insurance company. Um, at the end of this match, you had Stone Cold come out. He ran it like as soon as they got the win. They don't even play Cedric's music. They just have Stone Cold come out. <laughs> Stone Cold with his uh, his shoes from the Big Five. He had he, he had like dad shoes on. You know what I mean? He did. He did. You know. Um, if I ever get dad shoes, please let me know. Okay, I will. Um, by the way, hey Jose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, I thought it was really funny. So they come out, and of course, you know, we gotta share a beer with everyone. God damn it. Mm-hmm. The one thing you don't realize is that in today's wrestling uh, wrestlers, a lot of them are straight edge. Mm-hmm. And I believe Eric uh, Rowe mm-hmm. um, of the Viking Raiders right. is a uh, straight edge. And mm-hmm. I don't know about Hanson, but I know Rowe. I believe because he has a straight edge like tattoo, mm-hmm. I believe. And, you know, he's being a good sport about it. But I once I saw that, I'm like, he's not going to drink. Th-. And he didn't. But, you know, you can see, like, why do you, like, put these guys in that position? Like, he obviously doesn't want to be covered in beer. Yeah. He doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why would you put somebody in a situation that they don't want to be in? Yeah. yeah. Um, Much like. um, And I get like. The Scott Hall. And it might be one of those things. Like, he might be like, well, fuck it. Stone Cold. I'll do it for Stone Cold. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't drink it. He, he, like, threw it around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the. He toasted everyone. And and how much beer does Stone Cold really drink in those segments? Yeah. That's true. It all goes down to his shirt. Yeah. It's all his beer, too, now. 
They all use like his brand of beer. <laughs> yeah, as they should. Um, because, you know, he's like, hey, you dumb son of a bitch, buy my beer, damn it. We don't drink no Budweiser over here anymore. Hey, no, but I loved how when I was younger, my stepdad, like he wasn't, he didn't watch wrestling, but I would order the pay-per-views. Uh-huh. My mom would order them. He would watch yeah. them with me and he'd be like, <laughs> they're drinking Bud Light. That doesn't <laughs> even get you drunk. <laughs> well, that's the point. And like I'm that. like, and uh, like, I'm like, yeah. And then like cut to like me when I'm like 23, I'm like, you drink fucking 33 of those things. They get you drunk. Mm hmm. Anyways, I'm not promoting over excessive drinking, but Stone Cold apparently is. So blame him. Yeah. Uh, blame it on the Austin. Before we get out of here, mm-hmm. I want to have a little quick talk about cheap heat. Because there's a lot of cheap heat today. And I think okay. we're going to close all these shows now, maybe with a, a retrospect of sorts. I don't okay. know. Maybe, maybe once a week I'll do it. Mm-hmm. There's ways to get heat as a heel, and there's ways to not get heat as a heel. And I believe, you know, and, and sometimes people say that line is very blurred. Now, are you talking about morally or uh, technically? Or I mean, you could do whatever you want to have the crowd boo you. You uh-huh. could throw shit on a, uh, uh, you know, somebody's face. Somebody's going to boo you. Yeah. But is that, do you want to be that person who throws shit on somebody's face? Yeah, no. Do you want to be that person who has, who just resorts to the cheapest thing? You know, do you want to be the person that screams uh, either, you know, homophobic uh, gestures at a crowd? Do you want to be the person to yell, you know, um, like that kid that was yelling at the uh, ladies at that one event where, where um, do you want to be yelling at women for being where you know, Bubba Dudley had to come out? And exactly. Say um, just, you know, well, you know, I'm talking more for like the, the, the rest of side of the view. Yeah. The, but the, you know, the, the, the relationship is, it goes hand in hand, you know, I, it goes, and I even yeah. go back to like Jinder Mahal and SmackDown right. when they were in Oakland, Oakland mm-hmm. when he, you know, he, he rook a Reich and talking about Shinsuke Nakamura sure. and that's when Oakland, you know, we said, you know, that's too far. That's, and that's the proudest moment I've ever had as a wrestling fan for an Oakland crowd of WWE fans to chant. That's too far to Jinder Mahal when he made a racist joke. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Oakland for that. Yes. Totally. But there is ways, you know, if you are an up and coming heel wrestler, I am not a wrestler. So, I mean, I guess you can only take my advice with a grain of salt. Um, but find clever ways to be a heel. You know, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, there's ways, like I said, there, you can go out there and you can call someone a faggot. Mm-hmm. You can call someone, you know, a hoe, you can call mm-hmm. someone the N word, whatever, you know what I mean? Right. And you're going to get booed. But is that how you want your career trajectory to go? Do you want to be that person yelling those words? Or do you want to be the person that was like, that's, that's pretty smart. F this guy. Do you want to be MJF? Right. MJF is a good example mm-hmm. of not cheap heat, like expensive heat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a very expensive he guy. He goes for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he calls everyone fat and like you're lazy, but that's mm-hmm. fine because that's something that like anybody can be. Mm-hmm. But when you point out somebody, you know, for wearing a specific thing, for supporting a certain wrestler, right, right, right. it's like, you know, don't go up to them and call them a racial slur, a homophobic mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. you know, name. Don't call them names for that. Just be a heel. Find clever ways to be a heel. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm that not going to talk about exactly what happened. Yeah, and I, know, and I know what you're referring you to. You know too. what I'm referring yeah, to, yeah. but yeah. But you know what that screams? It screams, this is who I am. Mm. This is who I am as a person because I feel like some of these guys don't realize what they're saying and they're just exposing themselves. Exactly. You know, they come out, maybe they drink their pre-workout drink before they Mm -hmm, wrestle mm -hmm. and uh, they, they let things slip and I get it. You know what I mean? 
Um, and, you know, sometimes people let things go. You know, I definitely did. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. But, you know, and, it's, it's just like Hogan. Like when you asked earlier, would I spend those 20 bucks? No. Why? Because he's not a good person. Right. You know? And Plus I'll remember this. Plus he's got billions now. <laughs> if, he should be giving those fucking pictures up for free. Yeah. So if certain wrestlers, be it in the indie scene, in the pro circuit, um, on live TV, if you do something, I'm going to remember it. And you're not going to get my money in the future. And I know there's ways like people mess up, you know, people have said things in the past and come, sure, in, sure. And come out and be like, Hey dude, I fucked up. Like, um, I think one of the biggest ones in the entertainment industry is who's the, um, who was the director of, uh, was it Endgame? Um, Avengers or, uh, Gun? Or, or, or no, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Gun. Yeah. He said some stuff back in the day, I guess on Twitter, right? Yeah. 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 Like, the, 11, and, like 2011. Yeah. And people went back like, you need to be off that. But he's has since been like, oh my God, I am horrified over the things I've said. Yeah. And I'm yeah, yeah. really, really sorry. And I, you know. Yeah. You also got to recognize that the, these things happen during different eras and different, the, the society is shaped a certain way. You yeah. know what I mean? If you go back and watch Bad News Bears today, you're like, oh my God, these little kids were allowed to say the most racist things on earth. Yeah. But that was the 70s. Yeah. You and, know? But then and I'm cut- sure the director today is like, yo, I'm, or the writer, uh, I'm sorry that, yeah. you know, you, you can't cancel people like that. As long as they come through the realization that they are wrong. Yeah. But cut to today, when you're doing that stuff still in 2019, it just, it really yeah. shows what type of person you are. Very, very immature. And it's, it's fine. You know, like I said, if that's the person you're going to be, if you're going to uh, say things to people based on the color of their skin, their uh-huh. sexual orientation, their, you know, gender, mm-hmm. what, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, like I said, you, then that's the person you are. Karma, in a sense, mm-hmm. will kind of work itself out in the end. People won't want to support that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I like good heels. I like good heels. Like, I've always been a fan of heels growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always wanted the bad guy to win. Um, but, you know, when they when they do things like that and mm-hmm. say things like that, it's just it's yeah. not fun at all. Yeah, and, and I have a question for you. More This will probably be more of a Gabriel question because he could relate better with, with what I'm about to say. With, yes, but, but I can Cody, answer for him. Cody, there you go. Cody got into trouble not too long ago. I won't say this weekend because of oh a, a of a slur that they use in Mexico um, when it comes to like in soccer. I'm just gonna say it. The goalie when he when the opposing goalie kicks the ball in Puto? from uh, yeah Puto. they go um, eh, Puto. Yeah. yeah that thing. Um, he thought it was and it kind of is. It's, it's a cultural thing down there yeah and up here you know it's you know competing cultures we don't we don't certain words sound worse yeah, in yeah. spanish than in english and vice versa yeah, yeah so how how do you um feel about cody getting into that situation so what was he he, he didn't like like okay so i know puto can mean a variety of things it can yeah, mean yeah you totally. know bitch Mm-hmm. It could also mean, like, uh, it could be a homophobic gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, ah, puto, you know, like, mm-hmm. saying, like, don't be so gay or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're saying in, in wrestling. And what did Cody, and Cody said, like... They, the guy that he was supporting that day, one of his chants at the end of the match is, puto. Okay. And Pentagon has been known to do that in the ring. He did it this... Uh, yeah, yeah. This uh, this past pay-per-view. Well, I've, I've done it. I mean, at Lucha Libre shows, that's one of the things you do, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, puto, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Puto, you call him puto. Yeah. 
I can't do the exact chant right now, but you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure, 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 sure. But it, it, yeah, culturally, I think it's more of, um, you know, just a difference of understanding. I, I can see that. This translation, it doesn't translate well I at all. I think at that point, every country is different. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, definitely with, you know, it's different, I think, with the progression of, mm-hmm. you know, acceptance of people of the LGBT community in other yeah. countries. Mm-hmm. And I think more so in places, you know, you know, south of the border, Mexico, mm-hmm. Guatemala. Guatemala's down there, right? Yeah, it's right next to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Honduras, <laughs> you know. Brazil, they're all cool with it. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but, uh, no, I don't know. That's, you know, I, I could be saying that and someone's like out there, but like, you're a fucking dumbass. No, they're not. They, you know, persecute people. Yeah. Well, in Brazil, they cut the chant. Like, it's a, it's against it, it, the rules. Like, teams get punished for And that. I'm glad you said that. Now this is going to lead into a whole discussion now. Because <laughs> there is another instance where I heard this past week. Because, you know, Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, she shouldn't be wrestling in the women's division. Mm-hmm. She's meh. What the fuck do these people think? Do these people think that, like, Nyla, the person... Nyla Rose was born a man was like hmm I can't get over as a male wrestler so I'm gonna dress as a woman (laughs) like is that what they think like some Joanna man type shit you know what I mean that's not it at all like you have someone like Nyla Rose who is like who's probably felt completely isolated from society Mm -hmm. I I can't Mm -hmm. speak for her I can't at all right this is just what I'm saying from someone who can kind of understand what it's like because I'm bisexual Mm -hmm. so it's I know what it's like for someone. I can kind of understand or. No one chooses to be persecuted. Exactly. I would love to be persecuted. No one does that. Exactly. Uh, unless you know fragile. And so for people to sit there and say that, like, oh, she shouldn't. Like, she is now being accepted into a division that she has always wanted to be accepted into. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fucking awesome. And for people to come at her on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, it's just fucking disgusting. There, there's no debate here because, A, this is pro wrestling. Yeah, you know, the, the the point is to take care of each other. Well, something, you know, yeah. So that's why when it comes to intergender matches, yeah. I'm all for it. And that's why something needs to be done because there was even um, something that happened. And I read this on an article, and I, I need to find the article because I'll, I'll even if I can find it, I'll share it on our Facebook page at CW Four Five Facebook Twitter Instagram. <laughs> um, it was a story about you know wrestling fans taking things too far, mm-hmm. and one of the things is Nyla Rose. Another thing was during the NXT um, house show circuit in Florida, uh, Mars. You know, have you heard the wrestler Marcel Bartel? Yeah, yeah. And Fabian Eichner, they came out in a tag team match, mm-hmm. and somebody in the front row stood up to Marcel Bartel, looked at him, and says, held up the sign, the Heil Hitler sign. Yikes! And Bartel. Stop the match and says, dude, stop it. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't support that. Stop that shit. Well, I don't know exactly the wording he said. Yeah, yeah. Um, you cut that shit out right now. You know, mm-hmm. he said something along those lines like, hey. I'm not cool with Please that. don't do that. Yeah. And it's just crazy to see that, you know, like people. And I know in the world they're still going to be racist and there's still going to be all these things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just. It's like, man, like, what do you think these people, like, really support in the main roster? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure there might be one or two people, <laughs> Lars Sullivan, who are <laughs> fucking bigots and, you know, yeah. alleged bigots. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> we saw the, the the biggest name in pro wrestling drop M-bombs like they were engraved in his vocabulary. It's a full circle. Yeah, yeah. You know what, brother? You know what I'd say to my daughter if she was here right now? I'd say, I'm a better man for you, brother, sister, daughter, or whatever you, you are. This is in court. Oh, wait, are you recording that, brother? Anyways, Hogan sucks. Yeah, he does. Anyways, that's my rant about cheap heat and fans acting like shit. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's been a long day. We should probably get out of here. I need to eat dinner. 
Um, shall we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready okay. for dinner. Okay. We started late, ended late. So let's get out of here. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CW4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go buy a t-shirt or a coffee mug or go buy something from us at teespring.com slash store slash CW4 and 5. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Segura. And we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye.